Welcome to Nostalgia Minute for February 24th. I'm Julia. And I'm Tina. Today in Disney history, we'll be traveling back to the year 1955 when we meet the future of animation. On February 24th, 1955, future co-founder of Apple and founder of Pixar, Steve Jobs, was born in San Francisco, California, and was given up for adoption by his birth parents. His adoptive mother was an accountant, and his adoptive father was a machinist and Coast Guard veteran. While growing up in Mountain View, Jobs' adoptive father would show him how to construct and deconstruct electronics in their garage. Jobs was an excellent student and even a prankster while attending school. He excelled at his classes and was recommended that he skip high school. However, his parents declined that proposal. After graduating high school, he enrolled at Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Jobs, while attending Homestead High School, met Steve Wozniak, who was attending Cal State Berkeley at the time. The two became fast friends over their common interest in computers. In 1976, at the age of 21, they created Apple Computers in Steve Jobs' garage at his parents' house. The computer became wildly successful in such a short period of time. Unfortunately, his own company would turn on him, and in 1985, he left the company. However, after venturing into other businesses, he would eventually return in 1997, where he revitalized the company into a successful and thriving business. The beginnings of Pixar began with Lucas. George Lucas, that is, and in 1986, he brought an animation department from George Lucas, turning it into what we now know as Pixar. In an article for Vanity Fair, Disney CEO Bob Iger recalled a conversation he had with Jobs in mere moments before the announcement of Disney's acquisition of Pixar. Disney had planned to announce the acquisition in January 2006 after the closing of the stock market that day. However, just an hour before that was scheduled, Steve Jobs asked Iger to take a walk with him. It was then that he decided to tell Iger that his cancer had returned and was giving Iger the chance to back out of the acquisition. Not sure how to handle this situation, after speaking further with Jobs, Iger decided to continue with the acquisition. Iger further recalls that getting to this point where Jobs allowed the acquisition by Disney was a bit of a rocky road and the troubles began with Michael Eisner. After partnering with Disney to produce Toy Story, A Bug's Life, and other blockbusters, the relationship between Eisner and Jobs was at an all-time low. And in January 2004, Jobs made a very public announcement that he would never work with Disney again. But that would not stop Iger, who knew that he needed to mend this relationship to have a chance to produce additional blockbuster movies. Two months after Iger took over as CEO, he contacted Jobs to mend the fence. It started off small, talks about music and the future of television. Jobs would fly down to meet Iger in Burbank to show him a new device called the Video iPod. At this time, the iPhone was not invented, and asked if Iger would allow his shows to be played on the device. That call must have worked because just five short months after that meeting, in October 2005, Jobs and Iger stood on stage together announcing that five Disney shows would be shown on the new device. It would be just two short weeks after that announcement that Iger would approach Jobs about Disney purchasing Pixar, an idea that Jobs was not particularly happy about. However, by January 2006, everybody, including Jobs, agreed to the acquisition and animation has never been better. Also on this day for February 24th, in 1943, the animator who brought Grumpy and Stromboli to life, Bill Tightlow, resigns from the Walt Disney Studios. Now it's time to say goodbye, so for Nostalgia Minute, I'm Julia. And I'm Tina, and we'll see you real soon.
To contact Nostalgia Minute, email minute at nostalgia.com. Some music files provided by fbbts.com. Nostalgia Minute is copyright Nostalgia, LLC.